Nature Myths and Stories for Little Children by Flora J. Cook. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Insect Stories. Arachne. Arachne was a beautiful maiden and the most wonderful weaver that ever lived. Her father was famed throughout the land for his great skill in coloring. He dyed Arachne's wools in all the colors of the rainbow. People came from miles around to see and admire her work. They all agreed that Queen Athena must have been her teacher. Arachne proudly said that she had never been taught to weave. She said that she would be glad to weave with Athena to see which had the greater skill. In vain her father told her that perhaps Athena, unseen, guided her hand. Arachne would not listen, and would thank no one for her gift, believing only in herself. One day, as she was boasting of her skill, an old woman came to her. She kindly advised her to accept her rare gift humbly. "'Be thankful that you are so fortunate, Arachne,' she said. "'You may give great happiness to others by your beautiful work. Queen Athena longs to help you.' but I warn you, she can do no more for you until you grow unselfish and kind. Arachne scorned this advice, and said again that nothing would please her so much as to weave with Athena. If I fail, she said, I will gladly take the punishment, but Athena is afraid to weave with me. Then the old woman threw aside her cloak and said, Athena is here. Come, foolish girl, you shall try your skills with hers. Both went quickly to work, and for hours their shuttles flew swiftly in and out. Athena, as usual, used the sky for her loom, and in it she wove a picture too beautiful to describe. If you wish to know more about it, look at the western sky when the sun is setting. Arachne's work, though her colors were in harmony, and her weaving wonderfully fine, was full of spite and selfishness. When the work was finished, Arachne lifted her eyes to Athena's work. Instantly she knew she had failed. Ashamed and miserable, she tried to hang herself in her web. Athena saw her and said in pity, No, you shall not die. Live and do the work for which you are best fitted you shall be the mother of a great race which shall be called spiders you and your children shall be among the greatest spinners and weavers on earth as she spoke arachne became smaller and smaller until she was scarcely larger than a fly from that day to this arachne and her family have been faithful spinners but they do their work so quietly and in such dark places that very few people know what marvelous weavers they are. The End Aurora and Tithonus The beautiful youth, Tithonus, loved Aurora, the queen of the dawn. He was the first one to greet her each day as she drew back the purple curtains of the east. He made his bed on the green grass in the meadow, that he might not miss her coming. Aurora grew to expect his welcome, and to love the youth dearly. 
one morning when she came tithonus was not in his usual place as she looked anxiously around she saw him with pale face and closed eyes lying upon the ground she darted down to earth and carried his almost lifeless body to zeus she begged the great king to promise that tithonus should never die but alas in her haste she forgot to ask that he might forever remain young therefore he grew old and bent and could no longer walk in misery he begged to go back to the cool grass in the meadow where he had been so happy aurora in pity said you shall go my tithonus to make you happy is my dearest wish you shall be free from all care you shall not be a man lest you be compelled to work for your food in your old age you shall be a grasshopper free to dance in the meadow grass all the long summer days i have prepared a dress for you which shall protect you well then she gave tithonus the wonderful grasshopper coat of mail which had been unknown on earth until this time she tinted it a soft green so that he might not be noticed in the grass tithonus went that day to live in the meadow and there any summer day you may find him and his family hopping merrily about in the sunshine the end king solomon and the ants one morning the queen of sheba started back to her home in the south king solomon and all his court went with her to the gates of the city it was a glorious sight the king and queen rode upon white horses the purple and scarlet coverings of their followers glittered with silver and gold the king looked down and saw an ant hill in the path before them see yonder little people he said do you hear what they are saying as they run about so wildly they say here comes the king men call wise and good and great he will trample us under his cruel feet they should be proud to die under the feet of such king said the queen how dare they complain not so great queen replied the king he turned his horse aside and all his followers did the same when the great company had passed there was the ant hill unharmed in the path the queen said happy indeed must be your people wise king i shall remember the lesson he only is noble and great who cares for the helpless and weak the end the wise king and the bee long ago there lived in the east the greatest king in the world it was believed that no one could ask him a question which he could not answer wise men came from far and near but they were never able to puzzle king solomon he knew all the trees and plants he understood the beasts fowls and creeping things almost as well as he did people the fame of his knowledge spread into all lands in the south the great queen of sheba heard of the wonderful wisdom of solomon and said i shall test his power for myself she picked some clover blossoms from the field and bade a great artist make for her in wax flowers buds and leaves exactly like them 
she was much pleased when they were finished for she herself could see no difference in the two bunches she carried them to the king and said choose a wise one which are the real flowers at first king solomon was puzzled but soon he saw a bee buzzing at the window ah he said here is one come to help me in my choice throw open the window for my friend then the queen of sheba bowed her head and said you are indeed a wise king but i begin to understand your wisdom i thank you for this lesson the end end of insect stories